Hey there, adventurer. Damien, the DM and editor here. Just wanted to put a quick note at the beginning of this episode. This episode has been remastered and re-released in 2020, almost three years after its initial release. I'll be working my way through these early episodes and remastering them for quality and content. Before this episode gets started, I just wanted to take a moment to thank our patrons for supporting us along the way and allowing us to afford the tools to do something like this. I'd also like to thank the artists whose music we use in the show. Some have allowed us to use their work since the beginning, and others are getting a new chance to appear during this project. Thank you to Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, Tabletop Audio, Windswept, Sirenscape, Alexander Nakarada from Serpent Sound Studios, Adrian Von Ziegler, Derek and Brandon Feichter, Scott Buckley, and Michael Gelfie. Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia, a podcast where five friends sit around the table and record themselves playing Dungeons and Dragons. I'm Damien, and I'm the DM. I'm Krista, and I play Willow, a Tabaxian rogue. I'm Chris, and I play Sug, a half-orc fighter. I'm Chantel, and I play Chalul, a warlock lizardfolk. And I'm Caitlin, and I play Lass, a halfling rogue. So, what do we have to plug today? Sirenscape. Sirenscape? Sirenscape. Sirenscape. Woo, Sirenscape. So along with Sirenscape, let's also do a little bit of, uh, since I'm, I've got it pulled up in front of me, some D&D Beyond. I also have D&D Beyond pulled up in front of me. I don't have a computer. <laughs> you have a cell phone. D&D Beyond works on a computer and a cell phone. I've used it as a cell phone character sheet before. It does not have an app, but it is very mobile friendly. It'll have an app eventually. Eventually. But yes, I have possible creatures pulled up in the campaign notes for tonight in the DM private section that you guys can't see. Possible creatures. As everyone is watching this blob dissipate into the brick, a second one drips out from the ceiling over by Chalul and Sug. Which side of us? Uh, in between you guys and the rest of the party. Okay, so just closer. Yeah. It would have actually fallen on top of you guys, but you pulled him back. Last, it is your turn. She's going to shoot it again. Since it's right next to her, do I get sneak attack? I don't see why not. Okay. That is a 24 to hit. 24 will hit. <laughs> 12 damage. I'm on fire. You lose your arrow into it, and you see it recoil back, and Sug actually feels a little bit of the corrosion rubbing against him. Ew. I just got this changer. Chalul, you're next. All right. Chalul's going to uh, hopefully regain his balance a bit, and uh, is Eldritch Blast something I can kind of do around someone? Uh, I, I looked up the rules for cover to see what happens. Per the rules, what the creature would have is half cover for a creature being in between you two, which gives it a plus two to its AC and dexterity saving throws. I roll 21. 21 is more than enough to hit. <laughs> I think 21 hits a small dragon. So I roll a six and I get my plus two for my charisma modifier. So Chalul basically like reaches around Sug, balls up some Eldritch energy and blasts it into this creature and it sizzles, like it sizzles and burns its way through this creature 
and you notice this creature like sink down a little bit, but it hasn't quite dissipated yet. So like, can I do like the fake thing where it looks like it's my arm sticking out doing that? <laughs> Sug, you are up next. I am actually, so I've seen piercing damage, doesn't seem to do too much other than splash it. I am going to- Go ahead and roll an intelligence check. Well, I saw that, didn't I? I mean, I've watched two of these things take arrows. 16. It doesn't seem like those arrows weren't effective. Weren't effective? Yes. Or? I mean, you watched two of them take out the first blob. Yeah. So I'm, but I'm going to, I'm actually going to draw the whip that I found forever ago. And I'm going to attack it. All right. And your whip will be what type of it's damage? Slashing damage. Slashing damage. Okay. It was a 12. That will hit. I do five damage, five slashing. Sug like rears back and then swings, trying to get the whip around where Chalul is behind him and slices through this creature and it like separates and then reforms itself in front of you. Willow, you're up next. I'm going to shoot it. Seemed to work last time. (laughs) This is really scary for me. I'm literally looking down a hallway as both of you go. Ten. Ten is enough to hit it. (gasps) (laughs) Thirteen. Sug, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw. (gasps) Uh Five. All right. You kind of, you, you can't really see completely through this, but you do see the shape of Willow on the other side of this creature rear back, hey, draw Willow. her bow, and what, release an arrow. <laughs> this arrow flies through into this creature right at about eye level with you. And the arrow travels through and just barely pokes out of the other side as this ooze starts to fall and droop into the ground. Ah! Basically, it's, it's this creature is like recoiled back against you, and the arrow just like pretty much comes out and almost pokes you in the nose and it just falls to the ground. Well, how big is it? Um, these were two technically halves of a large creature. Lovely. Yeah, so this these pieces of jelly like dissipate into the ground. They like whatever structure is holding it apart has been weakened. Just finally it gives out. It just seeps out into the cracks of the ground and it falls down. Shalul's not very happy about this. He's kind of just, like, shaking himself off. <laughs> Shall we keep going? Yes, let's progress. Let's keep a wary eye out, though. You're in the lead now. All right, go ahead and give me a perception roll. 18. Shalul leads the way from here on out. Sug has placed him back into the lead of the group, feeling that he is no longer fit to be a leader. <laughs> and the path continues winding down and it's slowly descending from here on. It seems like as you make these winding paths, you're dropping about five feet for every switch back and forth. Do I notice anything else in the area? Any new scents? Any new drag marks? Anything else distinguishable in the area? You round a fifth bend and you notice that the one that you were approaching is a lot more open than these previous bends. Previously, you're making some pretty sharp turns, but you've reached this one and it's a lot more gradual. It seems to extend a little further and it's uh, not quite as sharp of a turn. It's more of a a slow U. And you said it was kind of gradually looking like it was opening it up more, like more wide. It's, It's not so much that it's opening up instead of being like 
your previous turns would have been five feet for the turn, five feet in the middle, five feet for the turn, and then you go straight again. And this one, it's extending to being 10 feet, five feet, and 10 feet. So it's basically the turn is twice as long. It's a it's a wider turn. It's leaving a little bit more room in between you and the previous pathway. All right. So we're going to keep going forward, I suppose. And I'm going to make sure I keep an ear out to make sure I don't hear hear any more noises that might, you know, warrant attention. <laughs> okay. With your perception roll, as you start to get to the middle of this last turn, you're listening down this hallway and you're hearing the sounds of many talking people. They're talking in relatively normal speaking voices and you just hear, what do we do about the girl? What do you mean what do we do about the girl? We we keep her. Yes, but don't you think she'll be a problem? Well, of course she'll be a problem, but she'd be a bigger problem if we let her go. And we're all hearing this or just her? Well, Chalul, as, as you're like hearing the beginning of this conversation, what would you do? Um, I'm going to stop because I know they can't get around me anyways and be like, there's people speaking up ahead, listening. <laughs> so everyone would probably start to tune into this after about the point of, oh, of course she's going to be a problem for us. And she's a important person. At least we assume she's important. Yes, but what was she doing down here? Well, it seems like she was here for some sort of ritual based on the things that we found on her. A ritual? What would she be doing a ritual down here for? Well, what are we down here doing? I'm gonna look at everybody and be like, cult. It's the cult. Chulul just kind of silently nods. <laughs> look at the our two rogues and be yeah. like, I'm gonna just be like, hide. you two, move ahead. And by that, I mean like the dumbest, ob- most obvious hand signals you've ever seen. Like two fi- walking fingers, hand to the ear, eyeballs. So yeah, I stealth. And I will squat down so that you guys can like climb over me. Yeah, Chilul will do the same. And then he'll also kind of keep his eye out to make sure that no nobody's having wandering hands as they're crawling over us. <laughs> <laughs> and I will turn so I face backwards down the hallway to watch for anything coming. I'll keep like the Chilul tail against my leg so I know if she move, he moves. You guys are hearing this conversation continue and you start making your way around. Who is in front? That's I mean, who who's taking the lead as you round this bend and and make contact with these people on the other side? Lass, are you stealthing? I stealth. Okay, go ahead and roll stealth. I guess I'll start rolling their uh, perceptions. So that's that's nineteen total okay. stealth. How are you guys going to be arranged? And where would Lass be? In the same space. All right, so I'll finish drawing in this room. Everyone, go ahead and uh, roll your initiatives, because, of course, we're going to get to that at some point. Sug. I have a seven. Willow. Eighteen. Chalul. Nineteen. Lass. Twenty-two. Ooh, she rolled a nineteen. Wait, sorry, I lied. I have twenty. I forgot to add again. (laughs) 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 My bad. Okay, so... Willow and Lass, they sneak around this corner and poke their heads around so that they can see into this room. What they are seeing as they look into it is a dimly purplish lit room. The room itself is 50 feet long and 30 feet wide. It has a bit of an oval shape to it. 
and gathered around the center of this room is a group of eight hooded figures, all standing in a circle, having a somewhat heated debate and conversation. Willow and Lass, go ahead and roll perceptions. Ooh, crit 20. So 22. And Lass? Four. Willow sees at the back of this room is a hole in the floor in the very like far end of the room. It looks like there is the top of a ladder sticking out of it. All right, so I'm going to scoot back and very, very, very quietly whisper, like almost no sound, but and basically describe to them what I see and stuff and then ask, you know, should we stay in this five foot space hallway so that way when they do come to attack us, they can't swarm around and we can kind of get one at a time. I'm going to look at Chalul and be like, do you have anything that can attack a group? Hmm. <laughs> uh, nope. So one at a time? I'm just worried about, you know, like even, yes, give putting us in a, a hallway would be an advantage to take one at a time, but it also means that other than us, like whoever's in the back really can't attack who's up front. Like, I think it almost more be worth it for you guys to try to get in Leave me and Chalul back. I can stand in the doorway and Chalul can fire over me while you guys try to get in from the sides. Plus, we don't want him going down that hole in the back and alerting anybody else. Not to get off topic, but am I allowed to cast a spell or do I have to wait until our initiative is in progress? Well, you're around a corner and can't see anything, so it depends on what the spell is going to be. Uh, is it casting uh, Armor of Agathis on myself? You can go ahead and do that, yes. Okay, casting on myself, I conveniently have my uh, little bag of water with me <laughs> and dump it over my head, because that's what it needs, is one cup of water. What's <laughs> it do? It's a protective magical force surrounds me, manifesting as a spectral frost that covers you and your gear. You gain five temporary hit points for the duration. If a creature hits you with a melee attack while you have these hit points, the creature takes five cold damage. Sweet. Okay. So I'm just going to be like, let's. we should probably get in and try to keep them from exiting the room either direction. Is this just like an empty room with them in it, or is there like crates or anything around? You're not seeing anything extremely descript, especially in the three seconds that you took to look before turning around. Let's go. We don't have time to waste. Let's proceed. Quick, quiet. I'll try to make a distraction after you get in there. Well, boss, what about ransoming her for some money? Like, I'm sure she comes from a wealthy family and they'd be willing to pay us to get her back safely. Go, go. All right, so we're moving I forward. Mean, that's a thing that we could do. And before I get discovered but she's by them, useful to us. can I shoot somebody before they discover me? Yeah, that was the whole point of stealth. All right, I want to do that. I'm going to shoot the one that's one of the two that are closest to us. 25 to hit? Uh, That'll hit whatever you hit. And that one is a four, so 10 damage. I rolled a one. And I rolled the two. Um. All right. So the one that Willow hits, she draws back her bow, sights down the arrow, picks her mark, and lets loose. And an arrow plunges into the back of this guy's hood, straight through his forehead, and he falls forward into yes. the center of this group. Last, at the same time, Let's loose an arrow, but as everyone is like turning to look and see what happened, it narrowly misses and like swipes through the hood of one of their cloaks. And as we get around into 
first round of combat. Lass, it is your turn. She's gonna try again. A little better, 15 to hit. 15 will hit. Um, what are you attacking? Um, the one closest to me. Okay, then yes, Next 15 to the will dead hit. One. Nine. Lass, after missing the first one, <laughs> draws back, takes a little bit more time to sight this one in as he is turned around. Sees his foot planted and lets loose an arrow right into his knee, dropping him down to one knee. Seeing the two ranged characters that are out at the entrance of this, one of these hooded men turns and rushes straight towards last and makes an attack. He, as he's running, he draws out a scimitar. And that is a natural 20 on the attack. Shit. That's two, six, eight, plus one does nine damage. Basically sees these arrows flying, sees his his friend drop down to a knee, charges out at last, and swings in like an upward motion along Lass's chest. Slicing what I imagine is pretty deeply. <laughs> the one closest to Chantel Caitlin. As he's like beginning to move, you see him like opens up his hand, drawing a quick shape. And next to Willow, oh no, a spiritual dagger appears and swings out at her. Oh, that is a natural 20 with the spiritual dagger. Four plus three, so only deals seven damage. Only. Okay. To Willow. So, like, in front of Willow, this spectral dagger, it's got, it's like silvery with a purplish glow around it, materializes in front of you, standing straight up, and it turns and thrusts directly into you. He runs around through his men and strikes out with a dagger of his own against Lass. Um, does a 14 hit Lass. It matches. Oh. Lass takes three piercing damage as he comes out and thrusts down at her. Next up is Ow. Chalul. Alrighty, so Chalul is going to stay where he is. And, uh, he's gonna go ahead and cast Eldritch Blast. Uh, 12. Uh, what are you attacking? The one directly in front of me. The one directly in front of you. A 12 will not be enough to hit it. And is that it for your actions for the turn? Yeah. That is it for me right now. Okay. The last hooded figure toward Chantel. I think it has enough movement to cut through and come around to the opposite side of Willow. And it's going to take its scimitar and slash out around this spiritual dagger towards Willow. Um, does a 11 hit? Nope. Okay. After that is Willow's turn. Okay, so I'm going to use a bonus action disengage. Then she's going to use her bow that she still has drawn and shoot at the guy that's casting that dagger at me. Okay. Nope. He has me scared. (laughs) After that is going to be the other guy on Caitlyn's side of the circle. He is going to cast a spell and you see a 
a bit of shimmering purple light coat the clothing that he is wearing and he's going to draw out his dagger and move around to Willow. Wow, everybody wants me dead. And he is going to stab out at her. Uh, natural 20. God, that's two crits against me. So that ends up being a total of five piercing damage. After that, the two hooded figures on my side of the circle move back and begin blocking around that hole in the ground. Sug, you are up. Woohoo! So I will come charging out of the hallway with an excuse me to slip past Chalul, and I'm going to move into that space right in front of Chalul. And I am going to attempt to stab the caster. Maybe. Uh, 19. 19 will hit. For four damage. Going to attack him again. 11. It doesn't hit. 11 does not hit. But I am going to burn my action surge. Going to make another attack. Attack him again. That would be a 24. Yeah, that, that kind of hits. Or six damage. And that's basically all I can do there. All right. The um, hooded figure that it ran up to last previously makes another swing out with his scimitar. Uh, 17 to hit. That hits. Or two points of damage. Okay. The next person to go is you. Oh, so it's my turn? Yes. I um, I am literally surrounded. You can also do similar to what Willow did and use your bonus to disengage so that you can move through and get away from everybody a little bit. I shall do that and just move off to my right over here. Yeah. That's, that's very nice. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. 24 will hit. Trying to get rid of that, that uh, dagger. Uh, that's only seven points of damage. Lass, like, waves her bow off to one side to distract this guy. She slips around behind him and hops away a few squares, drawing back on her bow and releases an arrow at him. And he is visibly... Bloodied. Woo! The next guy would be that hooded figure above the spellcaster is going to step into the square that Lass was in and make an attack against Sug. Oh, and that's that's gonna miss with a uh, ten. Yeah, miss. Actually, with a nine. All right, moving past him, we have. Ooh, the spellcaster is going to have a chance to attack Sug. He's gonna use his little dagger. Nine nope. to miss. And let's see, where is that? That dagger's best option is going to be to also attack Sug. And a crit one. So I'm just roaring in like the caster's face. Just ah! Chalul, it is your turn. Eldritch Blast. <laughs> caster. <laughs> I'll go ahead and turn in my inspiration dice. Was it worth it? 14. Better. A 14 will hit. (laughs) Three. (laughs) Three damage. So a spark of archaic energy flies out at him and like nicks him on the shoulder and you you see it kind of spread a little bit of purple crackling energy across his arm. The hooded figure that is 
on my side of the dagger is going to turn around towards Willow after Willow had snuck around him and take a step down and slash out with a scimitar. Uh, does does a 10 hit? Nope. Does he get advantage though? Because aren't they flanking me now? Uh, does a 12 hit? No. <laughs> uh, Willow, you are up next. I'm going to disengage. All right. Bonus action, disengage. And then I'm going to move. Uh, take a step further if you don't want to deal with cover. Okay. And then I'm going to shoot the, the caster guy. Hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him, hit him. Crit 20. Uh, a six, a four, and a one, so 11. Oh, plus my my plus four for my, so 15. Willow, like, cat jumps her way pretty much all the way across the room, sights this, this guy out that had summoned this dagger that just stabbed her and returns fire with an arrow. And he, like, basically flumps forward. Wait, so does this arrow come through his head and almost hit me again? <laughs> Let's go ahead and say that this one comes and, like, severs his spine, and he just slumps forward from the force, spine severed and no motion control, and just falls, like, into Sug. Ew. Okay, that guy was dead. So he's dead and the dagger's gone. Yes, the dagger is now gone as its caster has died. Let's see, the other caster is going to move its way up to Sug. Uh... 13 to hit? Is that with the plus two? Oh, he does have a guy around him, so then 15 to hit. That'll hit. For four damage, the two hooded figures in the back of the room begin moving their way down the ladder. Sug, you are up next. So the, the second caster hasn't taken any damage. I'm going to turn to the small guy that originally attacked Lass. I'm going to use my inspiration to reroll that three. Uh, 11. No, that is not enough to hit. This one hits. It's 22. Yeah, 22 hits. For 8 damage. Sug, you basically miss with your first slash, but your second one, like, severs a tendon in his arm, and he's, like, grasping at it, trying to stem the bleeding. The one that has been taking a kneel with that arrow through his leg finally just forces it the rest of the way out and stands up and walks over to Lass and swings with a scimitar. Uh, 13. No, I subtracted instead of added. That was 19. That hits. That hits for two damage. Lass, it is your turn. He's right next to me, so I can't shoot him. Um, I'll just... You shoot the guy next to me, you get sneak damage, and then you can disengage away. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um... I'm going to use my inspiration. 19 to hit. 19 hits. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage makes for a very dead hooded figure as Glass draws back her bow, is about to fire, realizes it's not a good shot, takes a deep breath, draws it back again, and lets loose right through like his middle and he just like shifts with it and slumps against the wall. And she will, as a bonus action, disengage and come up to the corner <clears throat> towards where the people are going down the... Okay. And that makes Chalul's turn. Woo! 
okay. So Chalul's gonna go ahead and attack the small guy in the corner <laughs> with the Eldritch Blast. Ten. Ten to hit? Ten is not gonna hit. Of course it doesn't. <laughs> guy's dead. Willow is up next. Willow is going to come up right against uh, that guy. I am going to shoot him. 14? 14 will hit. And seven. Yes, he has one health and is now a very dead. But for a bonus action before my turn is over, can I put away my bow? Sure. All right, so next is that bigger guy. Because that was the end of your turn, right, Willow? To stow your bow? Yeah, I'm not moving. All right. Oh, wait, nope, next is not the big guy. Next is that guy that's it's in the corner. Doesn't have a really... I, mean, I guess he can... He can s- Get up there next to the caster and like knife in it, Sug, like squeezing around these dead bodies. Well, slashing it, Sug, since he is using a scimitar. Oh, that's a crit one. But next is the caster guy stabbing out at Sug with a uh, 14 to hit. That'll hit. 14 will hit for a four points of damage. Sug's bleeding pretty bad. Does anyone actually? No one's hit that guy yet, have they? Next up is Sug's turn. Oh, Sug is gonna go after that little guy that just ran up. What? Oh. That's a twenty-three. Yep, that'll hit for five. And a twenty-two for five. Five. That is enough to double slash, lop him into pieces. He just kind of goes like a double swing down, just taking so off both arms. So that leaves the only one left is the caster guy. What about the dudes on the stairs? No one pursued them further, so as far as you guys are know, they're gone. Alas. <laughs> you really only have one target left. Yep. I will move, let's say, 20 feet to the left so that I have a straight shot at him. That's a natty 19. That'll be a hit. 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage. That is a significant portion of damage. And it looks like you have punched a hole right through the purple swirling energy that is covering his clothing. Cool. Can I do an arcana check to see what it is? All right. Yeah, that's only a nine, so that's a no. It's sparkly and purple. I will tell you that it is abjuration magic. All right. Shalul's turn is next. More Eldritch Blast? Yep. 14. Uh, 14 is not going to be enough to hit. Shalul balls up a, like an Eldritch Blast, launches it at this guy, and sees as it impacts him, this swirling energy around him like grabs it up and absorbs it. Great, I'm feeding his armor. Willow is up next. With her bonus action, she's going to draw her dagger. So she has her daggers drawn. She runs up ahead up to the caster guy and she's finally going to sink her daggers into someone. 18? 18 will hit. So six damage. You run up to him and pull out your daggers and you find a spot in his armor that you managed to wrench one into. Oh, wait, do I get um, sneak attack? I didn't roll for that. Plus one. Seven damage. (laughs) And he is bloodied with your little bit of sneak attack. Yay. It is up to his turn next. 
and he is going to lash out at Sug with his dagger. Um, that's a 15 to hit. Metal hit. For four damage. Sug falls to one knee and then rages and gets back up. No, no. <laughs> and basically, he he's taken back his dagger, thrusts it into Sug, and leans in to Sug and just like, good luck finding her. And rips the dagger out. Kill him! <laughs> we should have kept someone alive. He's still technically alive. There's still Sug's two more. turn next. Sug's basically in a blood rage at the moment, so he's just going to attack this guy. Uh, it was a 23 for five. Yep, that'll hit for five. All right. And a nat 20 at max damage. 10, 14. How do you want to do this, Sug? Sug, after falling to one knee from being stabbed, is just going to, just like his eyes just red, and he just stands up and just takes both of his short swords and just drives them up under the guy's ribs. Double lung stab. <laughs> Lifts him up off the ground. And like as these swords pierce through him up into his lungs, he drops his dagger, grabs over his chest, just <laughs> and so he's gonna be staring into his eyes, bleeding like from his nose and his head. And with his last breath, he just goes, <gasps> and he slumps like onto your swords, just throw him to the ground. And then be like, I'm was he? Yeah, how how does your how does the mechanic of that work? Anytime he reaches zero, he comes back with one hit point. Anytime? Uh and, and then he has to have a long rest before he can do it. So uh Chulul's gonna go ahead and reach into his uh empty sack by his side and kind of shake his sleeve and slip a potion into his hand, pull it out of the bag, and hand it over to Sug. Here, you look like you need this. You crafty little devil. Much appreciated. Six. So now I'm at seven. You're two points above me. <laughs> <laughs> what um what time would you say it is in game? Um, in game especially I mean you guys had gotten into the commons and walked for a while. I think the last update is it was around lunch before you got to the commons. It probably was about four or five o'clock at night when Sug cleared the bar. And then the time getting down here, walking through, you guys walked around in this little bit of Undercity, probably tying up another two hours. So I would put it at being about seven o'clock. So I'm gonna gonna pick up a couple of scimitars. Now I have three, but then I'm going to walk over and look down the hole. Can I see anything down there? Well, first, we will start with Willow. Willow, go ahead and roll me an investigation check or a perception check. 14. You, you have, like, immediately started rifling through this cultist's pockets. You find a dagger that, now that it's no longer trying to kill you guys, you notice, is has a slight wave to it. It has a very ornately, like, engraved uh, hilt and cross guard um, as you rifle through underneath his cloak and through his armor he has a suit of leather armor on 
and you find a pendant around his neck. The pendant is made out of silver and is in the shape of a long sword. Rifling through his pockets, you find five gold and 12 silver. I'm going to put the pendant on and pocket the money and pocket the dagger. It's just like a silver long sword. It doesn't look magical or anything to me. Do you have detect magic? Nope. Hey, go ahead and roll me an arcana check. Twelve. Twelve. You are not feeling any sort of magical energy off of this pendant, but you are also not well trained in the magical arts currently. So Chulul will walk into the room and also like the loot and also see if he notices anything in particular about the situation that would lead to any more clues about the ritual they're speaking about earlier or the girl they were mentioning, stuff like that. And also looking for loot, of course. Chalul particularly being one of the cast, being the only caster in the group, I'm going to say that you go up to the other caster that was involved in this while Willow is rifling through the first one. You find similar items. You find the same dagger. You find the same pendant. Um, Instead of the five gold and 12 silver, you manage to find four gold and 15 silver and three copper. Also, as you are going through, you notice that this one has a pouch at his waist, um, probably where any of the components for the spells that they were casting came from. Rifling through this, it is a component pouch, but you also notice a few components within this pouch that are not something that you recognize, or you're not sure what spell they would be for one of the ones that stands out to you is a herb that you do not recognize right away. Go ahead and roll. That would be a nature check on it. Hmm. Hmm. Four. Four. <laughs> so roll an arcana check. Thank you, merciful DM. <laughs> uh, it's different information. That's much better. Uh, 19. Yeah, so with that arcana check, Though you do not personally understand, like, what this herb is, piecing everything together, they were talking about a ritual. It was found in his component pouch. It's something that you don't recognize. You feel like this is something that is probably used in whatever ritual that they were talking about, even though you're not sure what it is or what the ritual itself would do. Also, you find a vial of silver dust. Go ahead and roll an arcana check on that. Uh, 17. You find this vial of silver dust and looking at it, it doesn't look like it is like crushed down silver ore. What you think this is, is dust from the crushed scales of a silver dragon. <laughs> also, along with the herbs, you do not know what kind of spell this would be used for. So, I know they're valuable and they're rare resources and they're important for stuff. Lass, you had gone to look down or was that just Sug? I was kind of over there too, so sure, I'll poke my head down. Alright, so I guess Lass and Sug kind of go and take a look down this ladder. Oh, right, uh, before they go on with that, do I notice anything about the pendant in particular? Any markings, engravings, anything that looks significant about it? Do you have detect magic? Uh, no, I do not. 
I'll give you the same option of an Arcana check to see if you can find any magical significance to it, yeah. or a history check to see if you can find any historical significance to it. The same points, but yeah, it's going to be a seven, so. It looks pretty. Lovely. So, Lass and Sug, you peer down this ladder. The ladder, you can just barely make out the bottom of it, so it's about 50 feet of a drop. So you probably don't want to just fall in it. However, being a ladder down into a hole underground, you don't really see anything around it. What you do notice is because you would get kind of a wider view around it, you can see probably a 20-foot squared area. You do not see the people that had gone down. You do not see any people standing around it. I'm going to grab the ladder and kind of pull on it, see if I can lift. It is fixed to the wall. I'm going to walk over and grab the nearest body. And after patting him down real quick to make sure he doesn't have any money on him. Uh, go ahead and roll investigation or perception. Mm-hmm. 20. This guy's not one of the, like, the bigger guys. You only find one gold and seven silver pieces. I am going to throw his body down the hole. It falls for three seconds and then you just hear as he lands with a splat at the bottom of this pit. Wander back to the group. Lass, what are you doing? Lass watches him do that and then we'll go back to the group and take a health potion. My one health potion. Well, do we, do we, you want to do that or do you want to take a short rest? How long is a short rest? Like an hour? It's an hour. Do you think we're safe right here for an hour? That is a gamble that you will have to take. Okay, let's do that instead. Can I still get my arrows? (laughs) Yes, Willa, you can run around the room. How many arrows did you fire in this fight? Three. Go ahead and roll me a d20. Oh. One of your arrows is broken but you are able to recover the two of them. Last, how many arrows did you shoot? In this room, only Probably three. Probably three as well? Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll a, a d20. Two. You find one arrow that is still usable. I'm going to use my hit dice. Well, is everyone going to take a short rest then? Yeah. I'm taking a short rest. Yeah. All right, as you guys take a short rest, the scene is going to fade to black. And we will figure out the results of your short rest the next time that we get together. Thank you for listening to this remastered episode of Adventures in Aurelia. We hope you were liking what you heard. If you'd like to get in touch with the show, come join our Discord over at adventuresinarelia.com Discord. If you have a friend who likes fantasy stories, introduce them to the show by showing them adventuresinarelia.com where they can find links to episodes, read our blog, and find our social media. If you'd like to support the show and what we do, you can donate to our Patreon over at patreon.com slash adventures in Aurelia. 